Hey everyone, welcome to Stories Behind Success. On today's episode, I get to talk with the amazing Nancy Muller. We explore the importance of knowing your beliefs surrounding yourself, how to move through negative beliefs, what success means to her, and so much more. I love her energy and enthusiasm for life, so let's cue up the intro and get started. Welcome to Stories Behind Success. Have you ever wondered why some people are successful and some people don't even try? Have you ever felt like you were meant for more, but you let struggles, doubts, and fear get in the way of sharing your gifts with the world? Join us on our journey as we break free from settling from an average life and learn the secrets to living the life of our dreams and changing the world around us. We're going to take a peek behind the curtain into the lives of people who are changing their world and have chosen success. Learn with us as we ask people to share their stories of overcoming obstacles, fears, and ultimately, themselves. Join your hosts, Zach and Laura, as they learn how using the superpower of being you can change your life and the world around you. Welcome to Stories Behind Success. Hey, everyone. Uh, Today, I am joined by our newest guest. She's an entrepreneur, a best-selling author, a motivational speaker, empowerment sensei, and a podcast host. She credits the martial arts for her path to her personal spiritual development that helped her examine her life experiences. She now spends her life teaching people to live an empowered life by showing them how to avoid the detours, roadblocks, and self-sabotaging choices they often make that keep them from facing their obstacles or challenges. Please join me in welcome welcoming Nancy Muller. How are you doing today, Nancy? Fabulous. Laura, thank you so much for having me. Oh, well, thank you for being here. So before we get started, I really wanted um, to have have you share with us how people can connect with you um, and the best way to find you. So if they're interested in what you're talking about, that they can, they can get to you. So what's the best way for people to find you and connect with you? Absolutely. If you go to my website, uh, masteringyourbeliefs.com, It's got all my contact information, everything you need to find me. And I will just put this out there right now. If you're wondering, can I really connect with her? The answer is yes. What are you waiting for? (laughs) <laughs> That's great. So so appreciate that. And I'm going to also make sure that all your information is also in the notes and in the, in the bottom of this podcast. So if anybody didn't catch that, it will be in there. So um, thanks for that. And let's let's go ahead and dive in. So if you've spent any time with Nancy, um, you can probably tell that she loves pouring into the lives of other people. Um, and so what I my first question, Nancy, is is what made you get started on this journey that you are on now of supporting and caring for other people and coaching other people? Well, I would say my awakening to it, even though I didn't know it at the time, when I was a freshman in high school, a woman came to our school to talk at an assembly. And her message was uh, to keep us off drugs, basically. And so that would have been 1971, I think. And um, her story was horrific. I mean, she was talking about her drug use and being in jail and I sat there in the bleachers and I was listening to her and I remember having this overwhelming thought, like, that's exactly what I want to do. I want to stand up in front of people and I want to share a message that's so powerful. It will be life changing for the people I talk to. And then of course, based on who I believed I was at the time, I shrunk, 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 shrunk and said, who the heck do I think I am? I can't, I can't do that. I can't talk about anything. I can't talk about what's going on in my home. I can't talk about anything. uh, It'll just be disastrous. And so, you know, it wasn't until years later when I was actually doing this and I 
looked back and I said, oh my gosh, I remember where this realization came in because my childhood was so full of self-loathing and self, just no value. I mean, I was told over and over and over that I was nothing, that I'll always be nothing, that I'm worthless. And it was full of mental abuse, physical abuse, verbal abuse that escalated to sexual abuse by the age of 12. So if there was anyone who felt like she didn't deserve to have or do or be anything, it was me. And when I finally realized that, gosh, I do matter. I do have something of value. I resonate with someone who doesn't believe that. And it just really is so, I'm so passionate about letting people know if you think that you were put here on this earth to just do nothing, think again, because every one of us is a spiritual being having a human experience. And if you really think about what that means, you'll understand that you were meant for greatness. Mm. And that's why I do the work I do. That's awesome. Thank you. I've heard so many people, regardless of their background, use that exact line of who am I? Like, who am I to do whatever it is? Is there anything you can say to those people? You know, there is a really awesome quote by Marianne Williamson. And a lot of people think Nelson Mandela said it, but it was Marianne Williamson. And if you look it up, just Marianne Williamson on Google, who am I? It starts out, who am I? It, it starts out, it's not our darkness that frightens us. It's our light. <laughs> because we ask ourselves, who am I to be brilliant, gorgeous, talented? Well, who am I not to? But when you believe that you're worthless, that you absolutely have no value, and you just feel every single moment of your being that you just don't matter, then it's very, very difficult to step out of that without inside in, outside influence. Mm, yes. Because our beliefs, you know, our beliefs come from childhood, and this is not to blame parents, but our beliefs come from our childhood. That's where our beliefs are instilled. And they're taught to us by parents, caregivers, whoever we spend the most time around. If you're plopped in front of the TV more often than not, then that's where your beliefs come from. So, but it's not only what we're told, but it's also what we intuit. So if you are five years old and you draw on the wall and your parents punish you, you might intuit that drawing is bad. But parents in all, just trying to be good parents, we're trying to teach you not to draw on the wall. So also based on the punishment, you have feelings and emotions attached to that particular mm -hmm. event. And so you grow up and as an adult, you're walking around with this belief that drawing is bad and you've got all these negative feelings around it. And you don't even understand like why you get this icky feeling when you're around artwork or drawing or anything like that. So it's mm -hmm. so, so, so important for us to understand where our beliefs come from and why we believe the negative things about ourselves that we do. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So first off, I have that quote hanging on my corkboard. I'm looking at it as you were saying it. So. <laughs> um, but yeah. And then the other thing is you're right. Like that, uh, where our beliefs come from is so important. That's something that I've learned, uh, more recently than I, I would have hoped, but um, that awareness of thoughts, of your own thoughts and beliefs is so important. Is there a time in your life or when did that kind of turn that you started becoming aware of, of those for yourself? Um, it was in the 80s. 
I got a hold of a cassette tape. I have no idea. I can't remember how of Jack Canfield's at that time he was doing work on self-esteem. He was really, really passionate about teaching people the importance of raising your self-esteem. And I listened to that cassette tape over, I listened to it so many times for years until like CDs came out and then my brother or DVDs or whatever. I don't know. My brother put it on a CD for me. He's like, Nancy, you've listened to this so many times here. I put it on a CD for you, but I listened to it over and over and over. And every time I would think I can't, I would hear Jack's words, something that he shared on that tape. And I would say, well, maybe I can. Mm. And, and that's all it takes is one little crack in the sidewalk, you know, one little, one little nick where you can maybe see some light shining in and you just keep going towards that light. Mm, Yeah. We always tell our son, he's five. And we always tell him like, whenever he says the words I can't, we're like, we're not allowed to say that in our house. (laughs) Um, (laughs) But yeah. So that leads me to one of my other questions is how, um, you know, everybody has these beliefs, um, thoughts, fears, uh, stuff that we kind of hold onto that, that can really hinder us from, moving forward from being successful, from following our dreams. Um, And I wanted to just ask you kind of like, what was some of your bigger internal struggles, some of those bigger obstacles and mind games that you had to overcome as you um, became the person that you were created to be as you were pursuing those dreams that were put into your heart? Well, one of the things that comes to my mind as you ask this question is, I remember, I I think I was um, a first degree brown belt and my instructor was teaching me a seventh degree black belt kata. And a kata is something that you do, it's like, a, it's like an imaginary fight or motions that you go through. And he wanted me to compete um, with this seventh degree black belt kata with sticks. And oh my gosh, I knew that kata backwards and forwards and up and down and just it, it was, I was like, so proud of myself. I'm like, I've got this. I've got this. And he's like, you've got this competition day came. I went out into the ring. I bowed in. I looked at all these black belts sitting in front of me. And immediately all I could think about was who am I? Mm-hmm. I am a first degree Brown belt doing a seventh degree black belt kata in front of all these black belt judges. And it was like a wall of white came down in front of me. And I, I just, I had to bow out and go out of the ring. Mm. And my instructor said to me, what happened? You know, what's going on? And I'm like, I, I don't know. I, it's like a wall of white came down. I, I couldn't see anything, hear anything. It was like, you know, the ocean in your ears, you know? And I'm like, I, and it took me a while to understand that I felt so intimidated by my own belief about who am I? Well, let me tell you who I am, man. I'm freaking Nancy Muller, who's been out there practicing this like in my sleep, but I didn't have that confidence at the time. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Is yeah. so, that the same question? Yeah. So it's like a belief, belief in yourself almost, huh? Yeah. Um, and you work with a lot of people. Do you find that like a lot of people struggle with, with like, it's almost like other people look at them differently than they look at themselves and they have a bigger time believing in themselves than other people do. Do you see that a lot and like find that a lot? I do. I think that people can, well, everyone will look at us and see something and then they'll say, Oh, look, you have pretty eyes or this or that. And you, you're like, really? I mean, 
for years and years when I started doing this work and I would talk to groups of women, um, women would come up to me after I was done talking and they would say, oh my gosh, you know, you are so amazing. You're this, you're this. And when they were telling me, it was like they were saying, I have brown hair. You know, I'm like, I, well, I already know I have brown hair. So why are you pointing it out? <laughs> and, and, and I don't say that like from an egotistical way or an arrogant way. I just mean like, it just didn't dawn on me that it was something that not everybody realized they could do, mm. you know, because I, I, when I realized that I have this ability, I, I, I just, I didn't know it was an ability. I just thought everybody does it. You know, when I realized that I could really take my limiting beliefs and say, let's look at where that came from. What the heck's going on there? And I just thought everybody did that. Hmm. That's cool. Um, so yeah, like, I mean, for the people who are listening, you, you do, you seem, um, you sound so, so very confident, which is awesome. But so for the listener who, who doesn't feel that too, I'm guessing that that's not always the way that you have been. Um, and it's something that you learned. So do you have any maybe, um, stories about how, how that shifted and maybe some, um, advice as to, you know, what worked for you to help shift that in you and really embrace that for you? Well, I think the best way to answer that is to say, um, so doing this work, um, working with people, you know, you just get to a point where you say, I, I really believe in myself. I have a great deal of confidence in the work that I do and my ability. And then let me tell you, the universe will come up and smack you between the eyes with a two by four. And that's what happened to me. My marriage of 32 years, my husband said he wanted a divorce. Mm. And I thought, well, you know, how can this be? Because I've done all this stuff and I've worked on myself and I'm, I'm, I just really believe I'm a good person and I'm whatever, whatever you want to tell yourself. And then for me, it was divorce, but I mean, it, it could be a loss of a loved one. It could be a loss of a job. It could, you know, there's so many traumatic events that can happen, um, that can really just push us to our knees. This is how I explain what I went through. It's like, I felt like the universe shoved me to my knees and kept grinding me into the earth. And I just felt like there was no coming back. There were days when I felt like I was walking through jello. I just didn't even know how I was going to get up and brush my teeth. I, everything that I believed about myself was put to the test. Mm -hmm. So I know what it feels like to have that all encompassing overwhelming feeling of, see, I shouldn't have thought that I was good because I'm really not. Mm. And, and the thing is, is like, nobody can do it for you. Nobody can do your push-ups for you. When you get to that point where you say, that's it, I'm done. I'm not taking this anymore. When you get to the point where the pain of staying where you are is worse than the fear of stepping out of where you are, that's when you'll take action. Mm, I love that. Um, yeah, it's definitely. So I'm sorry, I'm writing this down. I'm taking notes. <laughs> so, so I'm like sitting here. Hey, it's going to be recorded, Laura. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Yeah. It is. All right. Hey. Um, so um, yeah. So for those people uh, who are listening, what advice would you give to those people who are choosing, and it really is a choice listening to yep. you, they're choosing to, to continue to stay in their pain. Um, and they're con choosing to continue to stay self-sabotaging, I guess would be a good word. Um, what, what kind of advice would you give to them? 
Well, I usually um, suggest three questions. The first question is, what feeling or belief can I let go of right now? Because first you have to realize that, you know, it's a choice and that you have an opportunity. Mm-hmm. Second question, what feeling or belief will I let go of right now? And then the third question is, what feeling or belief do I need to hold on to for just a little bit longer? Mm. Because give yourself a break. I mean, this work, this inner work, it's the most important work that you'll ever, ever do. But it's also, it, I, I can say that it's also, it's, it can be overwhelming. And it's almost like the more you learn, the more there is to learn. And if you start to realize things about yourself that are just so fearful or put you in a place of fear, because fear is false, fear is ego's way of telling you, hey, you're trying to do something you've never done before. Let's back up the truck here because we can't go there. And so when you're feeling fear, you can do one of two things. You stop and ask yourself, am I in physical danger? And you look around, and if the answer is no, then you know the fear is of the mind. Mm. And right there, that can be frustrating or it can be empowering. Because let me tell you, once you realize it's of the mind, now you realize that you have the power to change anything. You may not know how to do it right then and there. You may need help. You may need to find the right person, place, event, um, book, whatever, that will give you the answer. But once you realize that it's of the mind, that, that just it's a game changer because you realize you've got the power. Hmm. That's, that's really powerful. Everybody should take notes on that one. That's good. Uh, <laughs> hey, and uh, I also wanted to uh, ask you, and we, we chatted a little bit before we, we started here and you gave me your definition of success. And, um, you know, we talk about on the show a little bit, like, you know, success looks different for different people, but I love how you put it because it isn't about the external, it's about the internal. So if you want to share that with everybody, I, I, would, I would like that. So, Sure. This is my definition of success because this is me, Nancy Muller. So not everyone's outspoken and you know, uh, just has my personality. No one is me. I'm only the only me that anyone can be. Nobody can be me. So this is my personal definition of success. To be able to stand up every single day like in that hero's pose or just putting your hands up in the air and saying, I am freaking awesome. I am so amazing. I can't even believe all of the awesome stuff that I do every single day. And Mm -hmm. think about your successes and think about your um, accomplishments. Because especially as women, we are so successful at so many things and we accomplish so many things, but we don't even stop to give ourselves credit for it. We just do it and move on, do it and move on. But when you stop and you make a list of all the things that you are successful about, and this is one of the things that I learned from Jack Canfield, he stop and make a list of 25 things that you're successful. And if you're sitting and looking at that piece of paper and you can't even think of one thing, say, did you get out of bed this morning? Did you brush your teeth? Start there. Because there are a lot of people who can't even get to that point. Mm -hmm. And when you really start to realize how freaking amazing you are and how abundant your life is, it changes your energy and everything is energy. When you're feeling lack when you're feeling like you don't believe in yourself when you're feeling like 
you just can't go on or depressed or sad or angry. That is energy, very, very low energy. So you've got to, if you want to turn it around, change that energy, you know, move that energy, move it up. Like on a scale, if you have a scale of one to 10, one being the lowest and 10 being the highest, and you're walking around with an energetic one all the time, you are going to attract to you more ones in your finances, in your health, in your relationships, in everything. But when you level up your energy to an eight, a nine, and a 10, then now you start to attract from that level. And the best way to do that is get off your ass, literally. Stand up on your feet. And I am standing right now as I am saying this. Stand on your feet and put your hands up in the air and just talk to yourself. Say, man, I am so freaking awesome. And if nothing else, maybe it's this podcast that you're listening to. Maybe something about Laura's podcast drew you to listen to something that she has to say or her guests have to say. That is the universe guiding you where you want to go. Everybody's waiting for like this huge sign that says, here, the universe has got this ready for you. No, that's not the way it happens. I can tell you so many times where the universe just opened up the floodgates and opened up this beautiful, wonderful walkway for me to walk on. And I just keep going, keep going. But that takes faith. You have to have faith that you are an amazing person. So get up off your ass and put your hands up in the air and start shouting to the universe that you are amazing and watch your energy change. Mm, I love that. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I always, my husband and I always say to each other, if nothing changes, nothing changes. And you may not be able to change your um, circumstances around you, but you can always change your thoughts. You can always change your mind and you can always change your energy. So that's so encouraging to hear you say that. That's, that's mm -hmm. awesome. Thanks. Um, so one last question. We like to end our show by letting people, you know, just a little bit different of a question. And so I'm going to ask you today, uh, what is your favorite way to take care of yourself, like self-care? I know that's a big thing that some people, particularly women, don't always do so well. So I wanted to ask you, what is your favorite way to, to your self-care, best way to take care of yourself? For me, it's my morning routine. I do not let anything interrupt my morning routine. As a matter of fact, I schedule it into my calendar. And whenever someone wants to book time with me. They just have to go to my calendar. Um, I schedule time in the morning to get up, meditate, yoga, have my shake. I, I read, I journal. I take that time for me every single morning without fail. That is my time. And if something happens where I have to miss that time, which is not often, I can feel it through the rest of the day. So that tells me that I'm not taking care of myself. But when you, when I start my day out that way, it is a very empowering way for me to, first of all, precede my day, P-R-E-S-E-E-D, you know, because you have to lay the seeds. You have to plant the seeds. What do you want your life to be like? Mm -hmm. Who do you want to be? What do you want to do? So that is, that is my self-care. That's awesome. I'd encourage everybody listening. If you don't have something that you do for yourself, particularly in the morning, as Nancy was saying, to kind of kick your day off right, to start it right, um, 
do that. <laughs> do something <laughs> in the morning. <laughs> so um, thanks. Thanks so much, Nancy, for taking time to share with us um, some of your stories and, and your wisdom. I know personally, I really enjoyed learning um, about you and, and from you today. Um, and I, I did want to make sure that everybody knows if, if they want to connect with you, um, to to connect with you, they can find you at masteringyourbeliefs.com. And then I also wanted to just ask you, is there anything else that, uh, you know, our audience can go to or, uh, any events or I know you mentioned something about a free download that people that you have. And so just anything else you can share with our audience on how to connect with you or to gain some more insight from you. Sure. Thanks for asking. Um, I will say that if, if you've been paying attention to anything that I've said, you'll notice that it's about changing your energy, shifting your energy. But if you're prone to thinking a specific way, it's, it could be hard to shift your mindset. So I have a free download. It's 10 steps to shifting your mindset. And it's a free download. When you go to my services page, it's the first thing that you see. I highly recommend downloading that. But here's the caveat. Downloading it and reading it. <laughs> You know, there's so many people that want the free thing, the free thing. If you really are committed to doing something to change your life and change your energy, you've got to do the work. Because if it, you have inspiration, motivation, and then you've got to have the perspiration, you've got to do the work. Thanks, Nancy. That's great stuff. So again, go to masteringyourbeliefs.com under the service section and you can grab your free download called 10 Mind Shifts to a More Abundant Life. And as I mentioned before, all the links that we talked about on the show will be in the show notes as well. So thanks again, Nancy, for joining us and I hope you all have a fantastic day. Thanks everyone for joining us for today's episode of Stories Behind Success. We hope you enjoyed today's interview and we invite you to go find out more about the show, ask questions, or subscribe by visiting storiesbehindsuccess.com. I hope you all have a great day and we thank you for being here with us today.